hello, and welcome back to Lid and Brit Talk Shit. I'm Brit. And I'm Lid. <laughs> and this week we are back to our Zoom platform, which is not our favorite, but we do what we do. We're here, we have things to say. This week we're going to talk about what we do when we are feeling anxious or like in times of distress. <laughs> Um, last week we talked about what we would tell our younger selves, and I really liked that. that. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, I highly recommend going back and listening to that because it was, it was great experience for us, and I think it would be for listeners as well. Very insightful. Yes. (laughs) So before we dive into this, how has your week been, Lydia? (laughs) Um... It's been subpar. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's this is good that we're doing this topic this week because I've actually had to do a lot of things to help my anxiety. I feel like this is an important episode and I'm kind of excited to share the things that I do or habits that I try to have when I'm feeling anxious because... It's super important, but it's also really hard to follow through in those moments because all you want to do is, I don't know. Stay in bed. Exclusive <laughs> thoughts, unhealthy things, drink your sorrows away. <laughs> right. It's really easy to fall into like things that kind of numb you out instead of like dealing with the issue at hand in a more like maybe productive way. But I don't, I don't know. I think sometimes if you need to, like, do, distract yourself, that can be more beneficial than, like, quote-unquote, like, dealing with it and, like, kind of wallowing in it, which I feel like some people are like, oh, just sit with the emotion. Yeah. But, um... Therapists <laughs> are like, let's just sit with the emotion. The emotion. <laughs> and I'm like, but if I sit there, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. I feel like I feel like there's a difference between just sitting there and thinking about all of the miserable thoughts or the anxious thoughts and there's a difference between that and also like letting those thoughts come in but then the have their effect or changing the effect if that makes sense. Like right. it's like I'm not gonna let this ruin my whole day I'm going to address it right now but what's something that I could do that might make me feel better right now in the moment yeah like you're still feeling it but then your reaction to the feeling can change as you like what learn like coping like healthier coping mechanisms and like how to process your emotions um yeah yeah. so I I remember that I always thought that before I did therapy, I always thought that therapy was going to, like, cure you from ever having thoughts or anxious thoughts again. Yeah. But then I <laughs> soon realized that it really is, you you are going to have those thoughts, but you're going to let them happen, but not let them, like I said, ruin your day, affect your week yeah. in a negative way. It's just going to be, like, a thought, any, any old thought. So that actually reminds me of like a kind of therapy that really like interests me though it's called acceptance and commitment therapy and and there was some analogy in um 
the book I read on it. I just, you know, plugging in some education, you know, <laughs> but he was basically using the analogy of cars, um, like on a highway and the highway is like, is you and all of the cars are your thoughts. So the thing that's constant is you, the highway, but the cars are just going to keep coming and going and like, you know, sometimes there's traffic and there's like a backup, but, um, Oh, I like that a lot. Me too. That that one really helped me. And you could think of the self self care or the good habits as what you do in the car during a traffic jam to pass time. I love that. <laughs> Wait, that's so good. Like music, or maybe you have a snack, or maybe you call <laughs> a friend. You don't text though. <laughs> right. Never text when you're no. sad <laughs> or when you're in a car. Yeah, maybe read a book. <laughs> read a book. Oh, my God. So, should we dive into what we do? Yeah. Okay. So, I feel like both of us in the past week have experienced some little stresses or whatever. I And my anxious thoughts was <laughs> my jawline is so soft. <laughs> like, Honestly. I have no neck and no chin and I was like obsessing over it for all, the entire week and I'm like so I definitely had to do some some things in the moment to calm myself down what did you do <laughs> journaled um one of the times because in therapy I learned that if you if your inner critic is having a very large impact it's best to kind of counteract that with journaling and, and maybe writing down some things you're grateful for about yourself mm-hmm. or some positive affirmations. Um, so I did that. And in the moment, it really wasn't working. But I'm glad I did it because the alternative would have been me just like overanalyzing my appearance some more. Or overanal- what I do is I look at old photos of myself mm-hmm. and be like, I was so much thinner back then. Yeah, um, comparison. Yeah, so annoying. I wish it doesn't exist. Um, but the journaling is a big one for me. I also love a skincare routine. Just like... Self-care. Self-care. Just like, okay, I'm going to wash my face. I'm going to put on a face mask. I'm going to get in my comfy, cozy... Uh, pajama set name and then this week I sat on the porch and I read my book which also really helps are you still reading the paper palace yes five years later you like it (laughs) I like it's a little slow okay in the beginning but every book for me is slow in the beginning because I want something I want someone to like die right on the first (laughs) in the first page (laughs) yeah you don't have my attention I need a murder in the first page yeah I need a tragic incident. Like, <laughs> <thing> emotionally. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's true though. If a book doesn't like really reel you in, like that's a shame. Cause they're you're just gonna read ten pages and then Yeah. Then it dust, or in this case pollen, because it was on my porch and it was covered. Walking. Mm-hmm. It, I hate it sometimes. It really does help because it's just like a mindless activity. 
which I feel like in those moments, it sounds bad, but I just need something mindless, like the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that doesn't sound bad at all. Like you're trying to like put your brain in like a different place. <laughs> yeah, like a solid mindless TV show or like the Food Network. Um, I, I love HGTV for that. Yeah. <laughs> House Hunters International. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one for me. The woman in what is it? Love it or list it? Stresses me out a little. I think her name. Oh, <laughs> I, I hate that one. I hate that man. He has a weird voice, and the way, the way he says "list it" makes me want to punch a wall. I just so, that show uh, stresses me out because it's a competition. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, I just I want I want it to be even. Like, oh my god, that's so funny. Also, what not to wear used to stress me out because I would feel so bad for um the person who was like getting the makeover because they're literally just getting shat. Oh. <laughs> I know. They're like, like, what have I been doing all this time? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, their family comes on and they're like, my mom has the worst fashion sense. And I was just like, this is cruel. (laughs) So cruel. But I watched it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. It's just good. And and it's also, like, kind of nice, those shows, because someone else is having a problem. Not you, so you're right. Like, okay, see. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, there's a, there's a show that came out called uh, Couples Therapy. Ooh. Yeah, and it is so good. I feel like it's a healthy binge. Yeah. No, I like even watching because you said like sometimes it's nice to think about other people's things instead of your own. <laughs> so yeah. watching someone else's relationship in therapy, I just feel like is. Yeah, that, that one really just gets me because then I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's yeah. not just me. <laughs> and I find something that's pretty insightful when a friend and like in a time where I feel anxious, if a friend texts me with a problem, I'm like so hands on mm-hmm. and I send like the best advice. And then I look <laughs> back and I'm like, Jesus, like I could have been, I should have been helping myself this whole time, but I just don't want to deal with my shit. I want to deal with someone else's shit. I know. Well, oh, so maybe we should reference thing this as like sometimes we do unhealthy habit. We have unhealthy habits when we're feeling anxious because I would I wouldn't necessarily say that that's healthy. <laughs> yeah, I mean like we could just say like what we do. <laughs> like kind of yeah. neutrally. Like it's not to say that I or Lydia like have any kind of secret sauce or like whatever like absolutely not i think in like (laughs) in full um i do make a good meat sauce though (laughs) pasta bolognese but anyways (laughs) we have a secret sauce but (laughs) (laughs) but it's also like at the end of the day we're people there's uh, a tiktoker who i really like she, it's like, so my mom is a therapist and she says like, we're under construction until like the day that we die. So isn't that, I, I, I don't know. I just like that. Cause it's all, it's like, you're, you're growing, we're growing, we're changing. La la la. We're learning. So. <laughs> that's really, that's really interesting. Yeah. So I think like, no matter what phase in life you're in. And I said this in one of our podcast episodes, like, someone reached out to me and they they were like oh that sounds so negative 
<laughs> because I said, no matter what phase of life you're in, there's going to have, or you're going to have certain like struggles. Yeah. Which to me just seems matter of fact. Like you're never done. You're never like without some kind of thing that's like bothering you on your mind or challenging you. Right. Well, because there are so many phases of life. So there are new, there are new struggles with every year of your life. I mean, if I stayed in the position I'm in right now for the rest of my life, there would probably thing, be things that I'd never have to struggle with, like taxes or, I don't know, right. just adult, thing, adult things. So it changes. Still stand behind what I said. Yeah, you should. <laughs> at different stages in life, you're going to have different challenges. And you, like, with any decision that you make, even if it's, like, the right decision for you, it comes, okay, um, <laughs> it comes to <laughs> its own challenges. And that's okay. And that's yeah. why so many people talk about self-care and deal with these emotions because everyone feels them no matter what phase of life you're in, whether yeah. you have your dream job, dream relationship, uh, whatever's going on. That, that's the point. My mansion that I want. Ex- exactly. But like, I think sometimes I think, oh, when I get to that phase of life, it'll be great. Mm. And like, I'll never worry about anything ever again. But then I think, I used to think that about the phase I'm currently in right now. Say that. What? I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, I remember thinking, oh, in my 20s, I'm going to have it all figured out. I'm going to be married by 23. I'm going to be a young, <laughs> hot mom. Like, at 23? <laughs> I can't even wipe my own ass. <laughs> Let alone... Oh my god! <laughs> no, but like I thought, first of all, I totally over romanticized being single. Yeah, and the whole like, wait, this is this is a tangent, but I'll get I'll we'll get back to it really quick. Just like the whole oh I can do everything by myself. I am gonna take care of myself. And lo and behold, as soon as I get into that frame of mind, I meet my boyfriend of like eight months now so if that ain't the way of life yeah. <laughs> um least expect them but even though like oh I'm doing the thing I'm living like in a nice apartment in a city like by myself and I have this relationship with like my dream dude like <laughs> I still have my day-to-day shit and I guess that just goes to show that like at the end of the day, I'm still a human. I still have all my, you know, insecurities and whatever going through my head. And, like, that doesn't make me an insecure person or an unhappy person. It just means I'm a person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, definitely. And I obviously, for some reason, at the age of nine, thought that at 23 I would be a big high-end fashion designer. But... I used to watch American Idol and there would be like a 14 year old on the show and I would be like 12 or 13 and I'm like, I have one more year. Yeah, right? And I'm like, oh wait, you actually have to do things to get to that place, Lydia. It doesn't just happen. You have to perform in front of people to be a singer, Brett. Or, and, and I'm just like, oh God. Another activity, or I guess activity that I find really helpful in 
times of anxiety or depression or any type of emotion, there's like a, there's this thing that you do where you make a chart and you start with physical feelings you have when you're about to have an anxious thought or an intrusive thought or you're about to have an anxiety attack. So you like describe those physical feelings and then you talk about maybe what you normally do when that feeling comes. And then you discuss in the other in the other part of the chart that you could do instead. Okay. I think I'm missing something, but it it's basically the gist of it. Um, but I find it really helpful to kind of like compare what I normally would do. And then I write things that I love to do that I should rather do. And you just kind of see how unhealthy what you were doing was before. Yeah. Um, or even just how it wasn't like the most effective thing yeah that you could be doing because like maybe the thing that you were doing is just calling and facetiming people until someone picks up oh yeah which isn't necessarily a bad thing to reach out but maybe you're like it's not satisfying enough in the moment and you're like i need to find something that's more like from me like i'm not just external like trying to get some kind of validation from someone else um so maybe i don't journaling would be a good example or i find that when i reach out to people in those times i'm just doing it for like you said validation reassurance and that's a personal thing so it's not the healthiest for me so things on my list they can be just as simple as getting a glass of ice water with a straw like that was on mine like fueling your body getting a snack that you love like I said, turning on a movie that you love or in moments, maybe it's happening at work and you don't have access to like comfort objects. You could write things down. You could make lists. You could maybe take a walk around your office. Um, it's like just like even tiny, tiny things, P- putting your hair up like it could be anything, whatever gives you joy for as long, even if it's like five seconds it's more impactful than sitting there and doing what you would do normally, which in my case is like letting the intrusive thoughts kill me or comparing or overanalyzing. Yeah. Just like sitting and stewing. Yeah. I love stew though. Just not that type of stew. (laughs) You can make a bowl of stew. (laughs) That, like, cooking is very, like, meditative and, like, relaxing, I find. And then, except for, like, when you cook something and it turns out, like, shit. And then you're like, oh, my God, everything is awful. (laughs) But Yeah. It's funny you say that because on my list, I was, like, I wrote cooking. And then I was, like, well, cooking is something that I know the recipe for. Because sometimes when I follow a recipe, it makes it worse. So even if it's just, like cooking like garlicky pasta with a bunch of cheese I'm like I feel accomplished I did this for myself it's fueling my body and I did it by myself yeah for yourself like for yourself thank you my words are always by yourself for yourself like yes love that and I think that just doing like something little like that like for me like this morning I was like tired (laughs) so I was just reading in bed and I kept falling back to sleep and then I would wake up and like read a little and go back to bed 
And then I, I finally woke up and I had to bring my dogs on a walk and I got a smoothie. Mm-hmm. And that was my little thing that I did. Maybe that's just like a little self-care thing or like a little, you know, treat yourself thing. Yeah. But f- like giving myself something that feels good, like it doesn't always have to be like a salad, but like a smoothie that's like yeah has a bunch of good stuff in it like that that makes me feel good and gives my body some fuel definitely and I also think it's good to remind people that it's okay to be selfish especially in these moments because yeah we talked about people pleasing before right and I think in moments maybe when we're surrounded by other people but we're having an anxious thought or an depressive wave or a wave of depression that's a nicer way of putting it depressive wave sounds weird <laughs> um well we have to you know think about ourselves first and be like hey i'm gonna take a step back like I, i'm always here for you but at this point in time it is best if i work on myself or so you know like yeah i know that if like if i'm feeling anxious but i have already promised people a bunch of things my gut instinct is to just do all those things and forget about my emotions but that that'll catch up to you and you'll have a big explosion an anxiety explosion later or a week later so I try and be like hey we'll get to that but let me work on this right now and I think like in times like that I try to have like a little conversation with myself and it's like would I feel better if I did something to get my mind off of uh whatever I'm feeling or would it just make it worse if I'm not like just taking a step back right now and then and then you go from there and you can have that kind of like inner dialogue or you can just talk about it with someone else like I was recently in a situation and Lydia was like would you feel better if you did this or not and I was like hmm what a wonderful question (laughs) And it's hard because sometimes even if you ask yourself the same question, it sounds so much better and it just sounds clearer when someone else does it or asks you it. Yeah. Like, how are you feeling about this? Whenever someone asks me that, I'm like, oh, thank you for caring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I love that. So I guess like if I'm feeling stressed out, I'll go to someone who I know would say something like that, like would say like the things that are helpful for me to hear or maybe just hear me out um but it's actually not my number one thing my number one thing to do when I'm stressed out is to self-isolate and try to get my energy right (laughs) but I don't know if isolation like I'm not necessarily recommending this I'm just saying this is what I tend to do um I really like to just be alone when I'm stressed out and I'll take care of it like I'll clean cleaning helps me when I feel anxious I'll like do like random chores and stuff so I feel some sense of like productivity and like kind of mindless activity I like to listen to music or like podcasts um and exercise is a huge thing for when I feel stress like in my body or like in my head because moving and getting like endorphins is just so so helpful yeah I think moving is really important. Moving is so important because, like, I don't know. I, when I, when I have not been moving, 
a lot in my life. Those are the times when I'm like the most in my head. And while it's a good thing to be introspective, there's also such a thing as overthinking. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Even if it's like, like I, I sit a lot daily mm-hmm. and if it's like standing up and doing my work at like a stand-up desk that I don't have, but I create. Yeah. Like the stand-up treadmill desks Yeah, on TikTok. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I kind of want that. Take my money. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know what I also do, which sounds crazy and people are going to be like, you should seek medical attention. Um, I talk to myself. No, that that's good. Whether you're doing it inside your head or oh, verbal, like I yeah, talk. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes hearing your own voice rather than like your weird like internal voice, which isn't like a voice for me, it's just like words. It's not like I don't know. Talking out loud to yourself is actually it's a thing that the therapists or my therapist is at least has said to do because I don't know what about it, but it also is just like. You're getting energy out, even if it's like, Lydia, we're not going to think about that anymore. Let's do something else instead. And I say it, it's like, okay, okay, adrenaline, adrenaline. Yeah. For me, like, also, I like to switch up my breathing if I'm really stressed. So I'll either do, like, four breaths and then you, like, hold it for a second and then sixth breaths out is one of the things. Or you can do something called box breathing, which is, like, four in hold for four four out hold for four and i really like that or i'll just do like and like really like change up the breathing like get some fire in there like yeah or do like a couple jumping jacks or a downward dog get some blood in my head like downward dog it's it's helpful doing like inversions and stuff like that is so good for you Like, yeah, it's, it's cool too. And me personally, I have like, um, like bodily tics that I do. Like, it's like, I'm always rolling my shoulders back and sometimes it can be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I've read to just like lean into the bodily tics and like, it sounds weird, but just like shake it all out. So I'm like shaking like this crazily at my desk, but it helps because it's just like getting that energy out. So I'm not sitting there, like, sitting with the desire to do all of these body movements. Yeah, you're just, like, resetting. Yeah, Like, when you, when you do a workout and then you're, like, sore in a space, they're like, okay, shake it out. We're going to, like, move on or whatever. It's the same thing. Pure Bar always says, shake it out. I love Pure Bar. Oh, my God. I could do a whole episode on how much I love Pure Bar. But anyway. <laughs> it's so, it's like, I don't even, it's, it's like a intense workout combined with yoga combined with like community I don't know how to yeah no it really is a community because like I would go in and it's like all the same people so honestly one of the other things that I did do when I feel anxious is I schedule a class to go to somewhere to go or something to go to yesterday I got my arms waxed (laughs) part of that was just to have something to do (laughs) yeah um which is kind of bad because whenever I like need something to do it's usually something that will mean that I'm spending money whether it's getting together with a friend for food or going shopping or getting my nails done or getting a smoothie like but at the end of the day like 
if that's like the price to pay for like a good life where I'm going out and about and like interacting with others, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And there are moments where it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I'm not Especially saying you have to spend money to be happy, but I'm saying no. that that's what I do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! It definitely helps. I said it to my, to my therapist. She's like, "What? What is like a healthy habit that you do?" And I'm like, "Well, I shop online." She was like, "Okay." I said, "Healthy." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, what um, do you do? <laughs> what does she do? Like, I I wonder. Like, I know. Sometimes when I ask, I'm like, "Okay, you're at your highest self. How did you get there?" <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. I guess shopping. That's hard because it's like, sure, people say that it can be like an addiction, but in the scheme of addictions, it's one that I'm okay with. <laughs> and I'm already addicted. I've been addicted to it since I was eight, so why stop? <laughs> I already have a caffeine and social media addiction. <laughs> yeah, I can't be a quitter. I have to keep spending. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> I... Do you, is there anything else that you want to share on this matter? Um, this will sound silly and sad, but keeping up with hygiene, just mm-hmm. general hygiene. Sometimes when you're feeling really, really anxious, the last thing you want to do is, is shower, brush yeah. your teeth. And you'll moment. feel better in your skin if that skin is <laughs> clean and you're taking care of yourself like I think the last thing that I would say that has helped me is I have in my notes app on my computer a list of like 20 things that I can do if I feel bleh. Yeah. And I've had that list there. So maybe I will just read off a few and then we can end this. Let's hear it. Walk around. Play with dog. Go outside. Shower. Nails, question mark, podcast, dive into schoolwork, which might make you feel worse, but who knows? Journal, Netflix. Um, Yeah, so those are are some things. I love that. And yeah, so with all that being said, take care of yourselves. It's not always easy, but try to get to know yourself and see like what you can do that you have control over that will make you feel more centered yeah and when you continue to do it it becomes less of a burden and more of a routine just like driving you'll do it without even thinking about it yeah muscle memory muscle memory same thing with your brain have a great rest of your day and we will see you next time